It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast Yeah, yeah 2021 is almost done Black History Year Coming up on 22 Gonna run it back again 52 weeks strong, ain't missed a step, Not but enough one. about that. How you doing, brother? <sighs> I mean, shit. <laughs> I would say I'm doing good, but I ain't. Finally got the COVID. Oh! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It got me. Ah, oh, shit. It got me, dog. You know. Damn. Buzzer beater. Yeah. Oh. Almost made it out of 21 clean, but... Uh. We tried to go to sleep Christmas night and uh, couldn't sleep, had like a little headache, whatever. Uh-huh. And then, then then, there was the chills. And that's what it was like, oh, Lord, chills don't just show up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Chills mean it's something. So slept with my, ma- <laughs> with my mask on <laughs> and then w- woke up and uh, went and took the test and shit. And so... Turns out that was a PCR, so it was going to take a day. So I went and went to the Walgreens and picked up some of the damn home tests. Mm-hmm. Tested positive. Everybody else came back negative. My shit oh. positive. I'm like, well, shit, let me get a second opinion on this. Bust another right, one right, open. Right. Run it back. Again, uh, positive again. Then the PCR it. came back positive. I just isolated myself, man, and been, you know, quarantined ever since. So, yeah, man. Crazy-ass, tricky-ass thing, man. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I hate to hear that shit, man. Ah. Yeah, man. Uh, I guess I got a mild case, you know what I'm saying, Reggie? uh, You know what I mean? But the shit still is. I can see how this shit could be fucked up, fucked up, because... Even right. the mild is tricky, you know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. it's like you could be chilling, feeling good one minute. Next minute, you know what I'm saying? You're sweating bullets, but you're freezing cold at the same time. Dang. Then you get through that shit, you know what I'm saying? And your head hurt and your nose stopped up. Then you got the chills. And then, you know, ease up on you a little bit, let you think it's all right. Try to lay down, go to sleep. Nah, ain't happening. Not tonight, you know. You might be up tossing and turning all night trying to get a, the right position. It's fucked up. When you can't sleep, is it because what, you're just going back and forth between the chills and shit like that? Or is it just you achy or you just can't slow your mind down? Like, what's the what's the, what's what's keeping uh, you up like that? It depends. Like, sometimes it's, it's you can't breathe. So you're trying to get the right position to get your, you know what I'm saying, breathing right. Or, right. like, last night, it was just like, you want to go to sleep, but your mind is not, you know what I'm saying, not cooperating. You know what I'm saying? Usually be like, all right, mind, it's time to go to bed. Mind be like, okay, right. now let's right. do it. You know what I'm saying? Lay down, put your head on the pillow, turn off the lights, close your eyes, and your mind be like, you know what? I might not be sleepy, but I'm going to ride with you tonight. All right, now let's go. Mm-hmm. And then you out, you know? Uh-huh. This time, your mind was like, hey, now it's time to, time to lay it down. Your mind like, my nigga, I ain't even with you. 
I don't even know who you talking to. <laughs> Shit. I don't know what you talking about. It ain't like nothing else on your mind, like something is right. occupying your mind to do something else or nothing. Right. It's just like just not listening to the orders. I said, it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> Man, I don't know who the fuck you think you talking to, nigga. Yeah. Shit, I'm a mind of my own. <laughs> now you got a stalemate with your own mind and you're laying there you know what I'm saying like I can't believe this nigga man you tripping I can't believe you nigga trying to tell me what the fuck to do yeah you back and forth like that for about four hours and then then you just realize you sleep you know what I'm saying it's very odd and out of body like it ain't it's like you ain't in control, you know what I'm saying? It's weird, you know. Just uh, little shit like that, you know what I mean? Right. And you just uh, come with, you know, every time you think you're good, you just some new shit just pop up. And be like, damn, this shit kind of crazy, you know? Right. So, so just dealing with that shit, man. Uh, you know, and like when I thought I was when I was sick before, like last month, you know, I thought the cough was, you know, like a COVID cough, but now. With the shit, COVID cough is a lot different. You know what I'm saying? The other one was kind of tickly. You know what I'm saying? Like just creep up on you with, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but the COVID, the COVID shit, it don't give you no warnings. It don't. It just you know, you cough, you cough. You know what I'm saying? And it's usually forceful. And oh, it's not. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so it ain't like you know what I'm saying a discreet little <laughs> that shit. <coughs> You know what I'm saying? It's cough with meaning. Right. You can't you can't camouflage it. Nah, <laughs> you can't nah, nah, nah. you can't you play can't it hold down. it back. Uh-huh. Can't hold it back, can't flodge it. It just is what it is. So Damn. Yeah. Oh, At least it man. happened in this break time, you know what I'm saying? Not in the right. middle of knee deep, you know what I'm saying? Knee deep right. but not as you know what I'm saying, not as busy as I would have been had right, it been. Right. Next week or the week after, you know, you ain't got to do no interviews or no shit like that at the moment. Nah, nah, I gotta do a lot of editing, so okay, all right. So we gotta, we gotta, you know what I'm saying? Hope, hopefully, the COVID cooperate with me. Yeah, is there anything? I mean, obviously, this shit sounds like it's just so random and all over the place. Has there been anything in the time that you've had it that like? You could kind of get a little bit of relief by doing if it's like taking a shower, if it's like drinking some tea, or if it's like it's nothing that is a found anything that could kind of make that shit subside a bit, or is it just you just got to ride out with wherever COVID is driving? Yeah, the thing about it, like I said, it's like you know, it subsides on its own at times. Got it. Throughout the day, you know what I'm saying? It might be like, huh, all right, I'm gonna leave you alone for a minute. Yeah. Oh man, I'm good. Get up, you know what I'm saying? All right, I'm gonna do some things. Yeah. And then as soon as you get up, you know what I'm saying? You break out in a in a cold sweat. Oh Lord, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. you sit your ass back down, like ah damn. Then the next thing you know, you be like maybe, maybe I'm all right now. And then you try to get up and you do some work, but then you, you know what I'm saying? You start fading, like I'm sleepy. Oh man, what a shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you just like, damn, do I go take a nap? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now you want to sleep. You know what I'm saying? When I wanted you to sleep, you ain't want to sleep. Now you want to fucking sleep. And I don't want to sleep. You just at odds the whole time. <laughs> Shit. 
Oh, man. <laughs> you know what Get saying? well soon, man. Yeah. Hey, man, that, that shit crazy because now people hitting you with the, you know what I'm saying, praying for the sick and the shut in. <laughs> now I'm the fucking shut in. Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> On that prayer list. Yeah, the shut in is crazy. Nigga, <laughs> what shut, is the shut in? <laughs> I don't even know. The shut in just sounds real severe. Like, it, oh, man, that shit sound like. <laughs> it's just you and whatever's ailing you. They can't do that. They're gonna, they're gonna, they done wipe their hands you know closed and walked away. Drop like, your plate at the door every three days. Yeah, man. I pray for it. Put you on that prayer list. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> That's the first time I ever heard that shit. You know what I'm saying? Growing up Muslim, of course. I ain't grew up in the church. Right. Somebody, you know what I'm saying? I heard that. I'm like, damn, that shut in? <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sick and the shut in there, yeah, man. That was when I was growing up. That was like your first piece of publicity. You know what <laughs> I mean? You get on that that prayer list, on that little that church program. They got your name spelled there. Everybody in the congregation knew who you were. You done made it for the wrong reason, but you done made right. it. You know, niggas is niggas focusing on you. Like, okay, you know, and uh, hopefully you make it off. You know, in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Niggas don't know what it is. That's what always sound like some bullshit. Thoughts and prayers sound like, well, we're sending healing energy. That's some Charlemagne shit. We're sending healing energy. Nigga, what's the tracking number on that shit? Because I'm coughing like a motherfucker, nigga. When that shit coming? Charlemagne always got the positive vibes and then cut you you with some... (laughs) This is some slick talk next sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Man. I always yeah. use it to all of the wrong nouns and pro adjectives and pronouns and shit. Why he mm. dissing you. You know what I'm saying? I write king. I write queen. You know what I'm saying? Be straight dissing you the whole time. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> Uplift and tear you down in the same time. Uplift sentence. and destroy at the same right, time. Right, right, Damn. Oh shit, man! Uh, man. But you know, what I'm saying I'm glad my shit is mild and I'm still here, man. Right, you know what I'm saying? right. At this right. present moment, I ain't you know feeling too crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna you know knock on wood. It allow me to get through this cast without you know what I'm saying an episode. Right, 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 so. right. nigga. It's like your flu game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta get to it. You gonna put up about 60. Oh, well, shit, man. game shit. Yeah, man. Damn, damn, damn. Well, the beauty of it is, I'm sure, and we already know quite a few listeners have been where you are. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I'm sure they're gonna hit you with not only some support, but maybe some intel and some insight mm-hmm. or whatever. You ain't definitely ain't alone in this shit. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the the beauty of a pandemic, I guess, you know. Um, yeah, at least at this, sta- at this stage of it, you know, right. the first stage, nobody ain't no shit. Yeah, niggas was, yeah, niggas was real. You just throw your ass on a ventilator. <laughs> yeah, ain't that a bitch? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we know. With the mild, with the mid, you know, that's that's the mid vid. That's not yeah. too bad. I mean, yeah, it, ain't, it ain't too bad, know, it could man. It be worse, I, I, yeah. I, I feel good. Feel good to be here, man, and feel good to uh, actually yeah. be able to, you know, still, you know, have this conversation. You know what right. I'm saying? Again, you know what I'm saying? They can't do much because I'm locked in, but 
And then, you know, the way the shit be bouncing around, you really don't be feeling like doing a whole bunch of nothing anyway. It's like, try to watch TV, but you know what I'm saying? You be going through so many changes, you be like, man, let me just pay attention to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. this shit ain't right. You know what I mean? Let me, let me make sure I got, you know, control over the parts I can control. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me get these right. vitamins and this zinc and this, you know what I mean? This water. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I think you, the most productive I, thing I did was order me some groceries. That's what's up. You eating? What you eating? What kind of shit you eating? I know some people say don't fuck with meat and all that. Are you, yeah, the first you, couple of days, I didn't even feel like eating right. at all. But uh-huh. I could, I found that I could tolerate fruit. So okay. I ordered all of the fruit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I ordered the oranges and the grapes and the blueberries and raspberries and the cherries. I ordered all the fruit. Right, right. All yeah. the orange juice. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? All the vitamins. And then, um, uh, you know, so I've been on the, the chicken the chicken and vegetable soup. Okay. And then, uh, you know, that, you know, shit like that, man. Yeah. I, I ordered some Thai food. I ain't eat it okay. yet. Right. And, and you didn't lose your sense of smell, or did nah, you? Nah, nah, nah. My smell's still kicking. Oh, okay, that's that's good. I mean, you can taste all of that shit. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Damn. yeah, yeah. But the first couple of days, I ain't even want to eat nothing. It's just, right. it's just shocker. It's just, you know what I'm saying. I was just appalled. COVID. You gonna try me? Yeah, you man. Gonna, me, God. Yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah. You mad as plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. I had a I don't know if it was a scare. I I th- you know, it's always a scare until you get the results back, but I thought for a hot second I might have had it. I had to really scour the motherfucking whole New York City drugstore syndicate to get me a couple at home COVID tests. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, I got caught up with one cat. He was like, if you could come down here. And I said, dog, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And I, I boogied, and I got a couple. And I took a test because I didn't know. I had a little cough, had a little congestion and shit. And uh, I was nervous, but, you know, negative. I took I took another yeah. one that was negative. So far, you know, like, I'm, you know. I've been trying to dodge these droplets. I was a little... I was a little reluctant to even go to see my peoples <laughs> during Christmas just because, you know right. what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I got family members that aren't vaccinated and shit like that. And I'm trying not to be too shady, even though we, we went in, I went in, I went in on them a little bit and, you know, I, I backtracked. Because, you know, honestly, look, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. I, you, you know, some of that shit, I felt myself kind of spouting just rhetoric that I that had kind of been programmed to to believe. You know what I'm saying? Because I do feel mm-hmm. like a lot of this shit is still so up in the air, and I think that's what adds to it. Obviously, I haven't had it, but like as far as the hysteria goes, and as far as just the you know like the um, just the the limbo of it all, it's just like. So much is inconclusive still. Like, they just said recently, like, the CDC just said today, like, 
If you got it, but you don't have no symptoms, you don't. You, they cut the quarantine time in half. Now it's only five days or whatever. And it's right. just like, man, the fuck is going on? Um, yeah. Long story yeah. short, you know. Yeah, but go ahead. What you about to say? I mean, nobody don't know nothing about none of this shit, man. Nah. You know, nah. so for you, for you know, I mean, everybody guessing and speculating. And, you know, the scientists are doing the science, but, you know, some of the shit don't make sense. Some of it makes sense. Some of it don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you know, uh, if you vaccinate it and you get the shit, you know, you might have a milder case, but you can still pass it to other people, right? Right, right. So, yeah. so when you letting people in that's vaccinated, you know what I'm saying? It's not like they're less likely to spread the shit. They most they probably more likely to spread the shit because they might not have the symptoms to know. That they they got it. Right. Then right. they go in and you know they spreading the shit all around. We, who knows? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. But it's just like you know some things. This this thing is happening. This has happened in history before, and mm-hmm. every everybody trying to figure the shit out as we go along. You know what I'm saying. And everybody gonna do what they gonna do. Yeah. And and that's what is the shit. That's what it's gonna be. Got it. I got an apology text in the drafts. I gotta send off. <laughs> I gotta oh, you ain't sent it yet. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't sent it yet. I gotta send that shit off. He had talked himself through it. Yeah, okay, I gotta. Yeah, okay, yeah, now, yeah, yeah, now yeah. should I? Okay. No, not even should I. I know I should. I'm just trying to write. You know, make it, make it. You know what I mean? Make it apologetic. Make sure they <laughs> make sure they ain't defensive. You don't never want to be the defensive apologist. I'm saying, you know, I'm sorry that you feel that way. You don't never want to be that motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta humble up and uh and, and, and be open. But um anyway, um <laughs> dog, well we you know, look, speak for myself and the listeners, we happy to have you on the mic. You know what I'm saying? We, no you doubt. Know, we, you know, you're going to get through this. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shit. Uh, since the COVID got you in a place of quiet reflection, we might as well look back on this year and review it. How about that? Word, word. You know what I mean? Hey. Uh, 21 shit. was a good year. 21 was, it was, it was, it was all right. It was all right. It was better than 20. Yeah, it was damn, a, you know, nigga. <laughs> it was better than 20 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that Light that's a, Yeah that's a low bar Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did 20 even exist Right yeah I guess I guess that is That uh, shit barely existed Fair question to ask yeah. 21 was I say for personally 21 was tough for me First half of the year Then towards mm-hmm. the second half It was It got a lot better You know what I mean it, 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 You know it was uh it was uh, a little bit more, um, you know, just could kind of get into the world just for a, quite a couple reasons. But, um, you know, yeah, the second half of 2021 kind of made it a lot better. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, shit, I think it's time to kind of look back on. You know, a lot of the things that we participated with, you know, culture-wise and things of that nature, I feel like mm-hmm. one of the things that we might want to look at is uh, music. Mm-hmm. What did you think of 2021 music-wise? Who's who's on your list for, you know, some of the best projects and, you know, all that type of shit? 
music, you know what I'm saying, as I as I get a little older, you know what I'm saying, music starts to split itself into different categories, you know what I'm saying? It used to be just, you know, hip hop or you know what I'm saying, this what this this but in hip hop, you know, now I feel like I have to break it down in a few different categories, you know what I'm saying? You got my the young nigga hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got your old head rap. You know what I mean? Then you got, you know, your mainstream situations. Um, I think, think the, you know, the young, the young rap, because they're, they're getting there, they're so, um, everything is so fucking kinetic in that space. You know what I'm saying? Everything is moving really fast. Um, I still think Lil Baby pretty much, you know what I'm saying, took the throne for the next second year in a row. You know what I'm saying? He's been... Pretty active the whole while throughout the pandemic. He, you know, jumped out there with his tour. Um, mm-hmm. He's just doing it in a in a big way. You know what I'm saying for uh, a young rapper. Um, but the most, you know, what I'm saying as far as, and I don't even know much about his music that much. I know the roots of it. I know where it's from. I know what it's about. But like with Lil Dirk, he's just been like the most, you know, active. Uh, Exciting life of this year, you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. like, you know, what I'm saying he lost a homie, you know what I mean? He, you know, he, 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 you know, with his old lady, look out for his old lady on the record, you know what I'm saying? Much more than a lot of these young cats do, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, you know, shit, somebody kicked in his dough, him and his old lady had to shoot him up out of there. The real Bonnie and Clyde story here, you know, Lil Dirt and mm-hmm. his lady, you know what I'm saying? And then he, you know, sliding in the fourth quarter, asking her to marry him, you know what I mean? So, you know, I just think that he he's come from a place that really a lot of times it would seem like has no hope and then end up in a place where he's making some hope out of it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you – coming from the drill scene, Chicago, very violent, very gang riddled. Um, and then now you're in a place where you're kind of, you know, you're not so far removed from it, but you're, you're showing some different examples of what it could be, you know, um, mm-hmm. getting to the money, you know what I'm saying? He's marrying his old lady. He ain't just making baby mamas, you know, it's, it's you no know saying it's exciting to see in a young, a young cat, a cat so young, that, you know, he's moving in those directions, you know what I mean? Um, you know, he kind of went all out on his engagement, too, you know. they, you know, they, you know, Social media show everything nowadays. So that's pretty, that was like, okay, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that young dude, you know what I'm saying? So 2021, you know what I'm saying, he, he's like, was the, that's the most exciting hip-hop lifestyle for the young cast. Then, you know, on my old head rap, you know, I had to give like Nas like the MVP where he done dropped two albums this year, King's Disease 2 and Magic, you know. Um, while some of it, you know, sounds like they was just in the living room chilling and he was just exercising. But, you know what I'm saying? The fact of the matter is he's putting out work. He's in a good place, you know what I'm saying? He say he got his bag right. He's exercising his thoughts and his, you know what I'm saying, and his words. As he should, and and to be as act that active, you know what I'm saying, at this stage in the game, you know what I'm saying, that's that's um that's to be commended, you know what I mean? So I 
think Nas will get the 2021 MVP for the old head rap. But then, you know, as far as that particular category of rap, I have to kind of give the, the chip to uh, Rick Ross, my Dade County brethren. Mm. Put out another solid album, you know what I'm saying? True to form, you know, production solid as usual. You know what I'm saying? Rhymes as crisp as usual. We even tried out a few new patterns. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I was like, this is solid. You know what I'm saying? I listened to. I probably listened to this album more than any of the last four. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. And um, he's still resonating in a way that 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 doesn't feel dated. He feels present in the right now. So, you know. The difference, like I say, Nas is the MVP. It's kind of like if you're looking at the, the NBA season, you might have an MVP for the season, right. but then somebody else might go ahead and and win the chip that season. You know what I'm saying? And I think Ross would win the chip in that category of rap. What you think? Mm. Uh, I think as far as dirt goes, I feel like with Dirk, I haven't all the way tapped in. Like, mm-hmm. I'm catching bits and pieces. You know what I mean? Like, just here and there. Like, uh, you know, I caught his, I caught him on the Drake album. caught him on the Summer Walker album. I didn't listen to that whole album with him and Lil Baby as yet. Um I'm catching, you know, I'm catching the, the newsworthy moments, the shootout with him and his lady, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, which is which is epic for a street nigga couple. You know what I'm saying? Like that You know what I mean? Like that that come on now that shit is that was the engagement before the engagement. <coughs> um that was that was something. Um So when I do him, I'm like, okay. Um you know what I mean? Like I I kind of I kind of get it. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't, like, really... I haven't really, like, really delved into much of his catalog at the moment. So he's on my my list of, like... he. I got him bookmarked. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, let me check that out. I'm gonna add, I might even put him on the playlist just recently. There's a couple people there. He's there. This kid, ESTG, uh, from Kentucky. He's on that list. You know, one of them cats that I've been hearing about, you know, but I haven't really delve deep into their catalog um, that's kind of making noise or whatever. But someone that is uh, on that or has made it off of that list, um, an artist that I kind of, you know, I've talked about, like I, 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 I can get into an artist based on interviews and just whatever little side antics they're doing. This mm-hmm. cat has always been funny. He, I follow him on Twitter, super uh, funny, clever, hot takes, always got a strong point of view. Musically, I wasn't all the way uh, invested or that deep into it, just knew the surface stuff. But I listened to Vince Staples' project, this last uh-huh. project, Vince Staples, and I thought that shit was good, you know? Like I haven't doubled back on it. I'm probably double back on it after after recording this, just to kind of just to kind of um, uh, reignite whatever I felt before when I heard it, just to to see if it still holds up. 
But uh, I remember being struck by like, okay, you know what I mean? This motherfucker saying some shit. I remember liking the production and whatever. So I think he's an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as MVP, I like how you broke down uh, young nigga hip hop and old head hip hop. I like that. I can see, I can see the dividers in the record store. <laughs> it's like, whoa, 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 whoa! What you doing in that young nigga hip hop bin? I'm just trying to trying to stay abreast. Yeah, trying uh, to see what's cracking out here. You yeah, know. see what I'm trying to hear this Nardo Wick, but um, uh, but all right, so. I like overall, like the Nas album was was this most recent one, Magic. I think out of the three, this might be my favorite one. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Out of the three, I went back to King's Disease 1 just to hear that again. I still like Car 85, but I do think that if you put my man Charlie Wilson on a record, it's almost a cheat code. That motherfucker just, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like Lowry's. You know what I'm saying? You're going to put a lot of flavor to the track. So that's that's my shit still. But I like I like where Hit Boy kind of went. They got a little bit more expansive sound-wise. Hit Boy kind of, mm. I felt like he kind of, um, he wasn't so locked into what a Nas template would be. You know what right. I mean? Like, it, it didn't feel like standards. It felt like a little bit more of a departure. It was true to form to what Nas would rap to, but it was like, took a few more chances in my mind. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I like that. And I've been I've been listening to that a little bit more. I think it's because it's, you know, it's only, what, 30 minutes or whatever. I, I call those, the you know, the Domino's Pizza albums. You know what I'm saying? These little <laughs> 30 minutes or less situations where I could just sit down, I could drive around, and I could probably hear it twice at least while I'm looking for parking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I get into that. Um, I like that. But project of the, of the year, and I give it a few listens, and initially I wasn't all the way on board at first. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to give it to my man Tyler, the creator. For, um yeah, call me if you get lost. I thought that shit, it's, it holds up when I when I re-listen to it. Like, I love the production. I like what Tyler's saying on it. You know what I'm saying? I like the, the, the drama effect. At first, I thought it kind of made it feel a little dated, but I appreciate it a lot more now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it, it recontextualizes drama, you know what I'm saying, to a whole different audience. Mm-hmm. And you know it, it um, you know it, it's it's a worthy device. You know what I'm saying? It's something that that man tapped into to set a tone. And uh, like, yeah, I fucked with it. I like that shit a lot. I like that shit a lot. Um, so that's probably my MVP. That's my favorite. That's my favorite project. Um, because I felt like the Dondas and the the CLBs was a little too bloated. Or Donda and CLB, not the Dondas or the CLB. It's only one of each. The Don, like Donda and CLB, they they had moments, but it was just it was a little too long. Um, so they didn't they didn't you know they they you know obviously they they made a lot of news and they probably were some of the biggest you know the biggest stories in rap this year. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that Tyler shit is is what I'm fucking with. Um. I'll no, I, say, I, I, could, I could agree with you on that. Go ahead. Okay. No, no, no. I was going to say on another note, though, I got into my 
you know, like I've been, I got into my old school, my old school bag. This oh. that's beyond the old the old head hip hop. This is the this the old head. This the this the you know the 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 OG bag. You know, like this is the. This is if you got us if you was driving a Seville or some shit like that. I got into <laughs> that 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 lane, and some of the shit that I was fucking with was I was I was fucking with a lot of George Benson. I was rocking mm. with a lot of George Benson. Turn your love around. Uh, what else? What was the Give Me the Night? You know, like the you know some of the joints. I was coming through. I was coming from New Orleans, and I was walking through the terminal. And I had touched down later. Probably was damn near midnight. So it was barely anybody in the, in the terminal, JFK. And mm-hmm. the cats, you know, the people in the shops, they're starting to close down or they they kicking it. This the after hours vibe. And it was one little, it might have been like one of them like Brookstone type of stores. You know what I mean? One of them little specialty terminal type stores. Mm-hmm. They was blasting that turn your love around. They were getting to it. Dun, 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 dun. That shit was it. And I was like, yo, what is that? I had the Shazam because I knew the record, but I didn't know. I was like, who is that? You know, one of them, them moments. And I was like, yeah, let me let me get into this George Benson, you know, catalog. And there's some shit there. He got, he got a, it's a whole difference. It's a sound to his shit. So it was that. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to a lot more um, Stevie Wonder. Hold on a second. Hard. I've been listening to a lot more, a um, lot of Stevie Wonder. That was prompted by a. It was a tweet. I think Questlove put it out. Like if you had to save only one or two records out of Stevie's whole catalog, what would it be? And that became this long ass thread because you know Stevie's catalog is so ridiculous that <clears throat> people was naming shit that I had like. That maybe I'd heard, but like there was a lot of shit that I'd heard, but there was like so many little B sides and rare, like or alternate versions and shit like that. So that put me on like a little Stevie Wonder rabbit hole, and that was cool. Um, what else? Donald Bird, the rocket with this Donald Bird, um, Think Twice record, which Tribe sample, Main Source sample. It's just a hard record. Um, I was playing that Dramatics record that, um, Kanye sample for I was the life of the party the record with him and, and three stacks that shit is t- that shit is tough you know so I was just kind of I was in that vibe too you know what I mean mm-hmm. just just uh just some good driving around music so uh yeah that's that's where I'm at music wise that's that's my that's my 2021 those are the standouts yeah yeah on the old school tip I've been on um. Aretha got this song on the Sparkle soundtrack. Well, all, I think she got all the songs on the Sparkle soundtrack. But um, it's uh, Hooked on Your Love off the Sparkle soundtrack. And the first mm. 16 bars of that shit is so hard. Like, she's just macking on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Just the way that she's saying the words that she's saying to the right. to the person that she's saying it to or about. It's like right. very, I know exactly what I'm saying. And I know exactly how this is going to hit you. You know what I'm saying? So just get into it. Don't fight the feeling, brother. You know what I mean? I'm like, this shit hard. You know what I'm saying? Because the beat is hard in itself. But just more recently, I just, you know, started, I listened to what she was saying and how she was saying it. How, you know what I'm saying? It's like one of them things where, you know, you want your old lady to feel like how she feeling on this record. So, mm. but, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way I do it, 
Like, cause it, it's like that first sixteen bars, and then it breaks down, and then it comes back to 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 the rest of the lyrics. But I just felt like that first introduction was just so strong that I, I cut it to a loop, and so I mm. got loop it back before it, you know, what I'm saying before it hit the breakdown. And I love a song that I love those songs that you know they, the song come on and they start singing the, the lyrics just straight off the jump no intro no nothing you know what I'm saying the only intro on that song is that first snare that first ta, boom you know what I'm saying straight off the rip you know what right. I'm saying from the door from the door right. with it yeah from the door so when you put it on the loop you ain't wasting no time it's just straight to it so I've been fucking with that when you're talking about old school you know what I'm saying but it's hard to uh, when you got it on the loop you can't Play it out loud because you know everybody think you're crazy. Like, nigga, what the hell is you doing, Funk Master Ali? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gonna <laughs> drop bombs on it? Nigga, shit, let the play, let it play. Man. Oh man, wheel up! Yeah, man, that's crazy. Oh uh, shit. That's what's up. I gotta check that shit out. I'm about to put that on the playlist right now. Yeah, check hooked on your out. love, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, I guess the category that I didn't touch on, like, you know, like, you know, tapping in, you know what I'm saying? I always tap into like my my uh my dolphin and my um key glock. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas is consistent. You know, they dropped about three, four projects this year. So they they giving you exactly what they they always give you. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Dolph. Um, you know, so they was already a big story in my music file for twenty one. But then, you know, he you know, Dolph got killed. So that, you know what I'm saying, that's, that was like, damn. And then, you know, I'm just wondering where Key Glock goes from here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see. see what's what. I'll tap into that. I'll listen to some more Key Glock. I, speaking of um, <clears throat> that whole situation, like I seen him. I think I said it on here. I saw him on Full Size Run. And I was like, oh, this cat got a, a cool personality. So now I'm going to check. I'm going to listen to his his, his music. Because um, I remember when they were doing all the promo for the Dumb and Dumber shit. And mm-hmm. he was fucking smashing either. It was a, I don't know if it was a Lambo or a, uh Rolls or some shit. I remember mm-hmm. being, I don't know why that shit affected me like that. I was a little pissed off. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, and I understand it's going to be, you know, it's a it's a promo scheme, but that shit, I don't know, that shit kind of caught me. I was just like, right. that shit is just egregious. But, <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Young Dolph, I, um, my order, I you know, after that whole situation, I definitely, I ordered from Makita's Cookies. You know, I, was, I guess I was oh, curious. And, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, you know, just in the midst of all of that. So I, I ordered a, a dozen cookies. I ordered a mixed dozen cookies from Makita's just to see, you know, <clears throat> support and, the, you know, see what it was all about. I'm not, you know, sad. Um, and them shits was all right. Them shits was all right. I got a little dozen. <laughs> a little, I got a little dozen. Um, and it's weird because, like, you know, they're known for their butter cookies. That's the mm-hmm. that's their... Um, that's their, you know, signature cookie. I'm not a butter cookie guy. I think a butter cookie, and some they they hit or miss for me. I'm not a big butter cookie guy. It's just a little too plain for the palate for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love, like, I love a butter cookie. Yeah. So you like a trefoil, nigga? You like a good trefoil from the, the trefoil is is I, I do, but those are more dry. 
Like most like yeah. a good butter cookie ain't dry like that. But good butter cookie is kind of it, it, it got a little more moisture moisture to it than it than gotcha. a tree fold. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh Know who had the some of the best butter cookies? That's that's what kind of put put them on the map to me. Um, she, you know, rest in peace, Lloyd Porter. His wife, Hillary Porter, when they had bread uh-huh. style, bread style, like uh-huh. their signature, signature cookie was a, a butter cookie, and it was called Hilly Hilly's High Yellows. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. Hillary Hilly's High right. Yellows and them things used to be crack. Like even before they yeah. opened the shop. They would give them out sometimes. You'd be like, ooh, these motherfuckers is crack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, shout out to Hillary yeah. Porter. I don't, I don't know if she's still baking, but she they, yeah. that was that was her. Them, them high yellows was hitting. <laughs> the high yellows. I like the name of that. That's funny. Is there? A, let me ask you a question. So, is there a is there a difference between a butter cookie and a shortbread cookie, or is that under the same umbrella? I think a shortbread is more like a trefoil joint, like a more dry joint. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's different. You know what I'm saying? I think shortbread, like, you know, go with, you know, with, like, strawberries or something. You know what I mean? Right. Less sweet. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Kind of plain. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, they had other cookies in the packs. I got a variety. I got the butter cookie. It was, you know, again, it was, eh, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't super dry, but it was, it was a little drier than the other cookies. And again, like I'm just, this is off of the delivery. So I haven't been to the spot. So I'm sure it's probably a different experience when it's fresh out. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm giving that asterisk. Um, I will say though, upon delivery, not one cookie was broken. Every cookie had its full integrity, which was surprising to me. I was like, okay, that shit was fire. But mm-hmm. uh, and I had that. They had the chocolate chips, which was what Dolph, he, he bought. Uh, they was cool, but then the other joints that I got, there was uh, they got a cookie called the Sensual Strawberry, which uh was fire, which is just it should it lives up to the name. That should sound like an R and B record. The Sensual <laughs> Strawberry, there's an iced oatmeal that was real good, and then an iced lemon cookie that was fire, and then uh, there's a, sh- a sugar cookie that was good. I froze quite a you know I froze a, b- a bunch of them, but. Right now, for me, to stand out is the sensual strawberry. So shout out to Makeda's. And then um, just on the, on the strength of what you were saying about Aretha talking that shit, there's a record that Janis Joplin got called One Night Stand that's on the playlist. And, then, you know, it's about, little, it's about, you know, some coitus on the road. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just on the circuit. And <laughs> the way she's talking about it is so raw. Like, she got one part. She's like, you know, as I'm leaving a town without a name. <laughs> that shit is hard. I'm leaving <laughs> a town without a name is the most smooth yet disrespectful sign-off or assignment to someone's whole community. It's foul. But it puts it in perspective. It's like, I ain't never going to be here again. I don't really remember much of it, you know what I'm saying, outside of this episode. But uh, shout out to who you were, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, wherever you're from. It was good for while it lasted. And it's just a, it's just some shit, like just some, some wild shit talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, shout out to that, too. But uh, <clears throat> that's I guess that's the music category. Uh, how you feeling? What you got for TV and movies? 
Well, TV, you know, it was a pretty good year for black TV. You know what I'm saying? We had a great snowfall season four. Um, of course, we 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 concluded uh, Insecure, you know, in in good black beautiful fashion. Um, what else we had out there TV wise? Um, shit. Oh, we had uh, you know, the power universe grew. We had the good raising Canaan. Um, which I thought did a beautiful job depicting the era that, um, you know, I grew up in that era, not in, in a New York sense, but I know the, the aesthetic and mm-hmm. the, the sensibility. I think they did, you know, we've talked about it on the show a lot, but, you know, I think they did a good job in capturing the era and um, creating a, 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 a female protagonist that held her own, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and was just as strong as any other other men in the power universe. Uh, I mean, they gave uh, in Ghost Book Two, Monet. You know what I'm saying? She she she's in the game, but she still kind of takes. She still has to abide by the rules that her husband in jail kind of sets for her. Rocky, on the other hand, just ran her own program. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't afraid to call shots and call war and you know do all those things so i thought they did a great job with that the wardrobe was was hidden the cars was hidden you know um so yeah so we had a good a good run with that you got bmf out there which i think um i think as we go along i think that show will grow up a little more on the writing side um i think they got through the first season and no what people expect out of it. Um, and I think, I think once they tighten up and once they, once it starts to mature as a, um, as a show that it'll get a lot better. So I'm excited to see where they go with that. But yeah, um, shit, what else was out there? TV wise. Um, you know, that snow talk about that snow. Yeah, I, I said Snowfall, but um, oh, okay. yeah, Got but you know, Snowfall, you know, they was A1, man. They've been A1 since day one, you know. Mm-hmm. They they put a, put together a comprehensive story, you know what I'm saying? They slip a little bit here and there on some of them little side stories and waste a lot of time sometimes, but I think they did a better job at staying focused this season, you know what I'm saying? And they coming right back, so we'll have a... We'll have a new yeah. snowfall in a few weeks. Which is crazy, which is a beautiful thing. They turned that shit around so fast. Yeah. Man, that's, yeah, yeah, nah, that's, that's dope. Because, I'm, you know, I'm so used to these people taking a year, damn near two years to come back. They turned that shit right around in the midst of a pandemic. So, yeah, salute to them. I'm excited. I'm excited. And Atlanta's coming back, too, top mm-hmm. of the first quarter. So, FX got them. Effects got the people, especially at least in the beginning, the beginning of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, um, TV wise, I watched a lot of TV. All of it didn't, I can't remember it all, recall it all. I'm trying to think what, uh, I'm trying to think what I was hoping off of. Obviously, Snowfall season four was, was amazing. That shit was great television. Definitely 
had us tapped in, you know, really super invested. Uh, that was great. Uh, HBO had a, a serious run uh, this year. Uh, Mayor of Easttown was great. I liked that shit a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Succession was fire. Um, we're going to talk about Insecure. Succession was fire this year. Oh, man. There's some shit. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to forget a few things. I I totally agree with Razor Kane, and that shit was great. Set design was all of that. Like, just, just the touches. Like, it was really... It was really to the to the T, like everything down to the to the to the to the dishware, to the old mm-hmm. candy. Like they really they really made it happen. So that was fire. Um, trying to think what else. I just saw this show. I just watched this show called Love Life on HBO. It's a two season show. It's like uh the initial season. Season one is uh kind of the, the I want <laughs> I guess the white season and the black season. I watched both because the the white season is the first season. I was like, well, I don't want to just jump into the second season just in case there's any connective tissue that I need to know about. And it was good just for kind of setting up the theme and the premise and how they kind of move through romance and dating and love. You know what I mean? Like how they they set it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the chronological way that they did it and shot it and stuff like that. But the the second season is far and away better. The first season is solid, but the second season is just a little bit more relatable. It's is 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 dope. It got uh uh Jessica Williams, kid uh William Jackson Harper, my man comedian CP, um and many more. Like it was just it's just a it's a real cool kind of rom-com you know limited series that shit was dope I just I just saw that recently that was cool obviously two weeks ago a little longer a while ago I was on here raving about Southside that shit was hilarious Uh, oh man there's some other shit there's other shit that I uh, it'll come to me as uh, maybe in the midst of this podcast but uh yeah, those were the standouts for right there. Um, Movie-wise, I don't know if there's anything that really stood out to me. There was, you know, some honorable mentions. I liked Zola. That was fine. You know what I'm saying? It was more cool just to see how it went from Twitter, you know what uh, I mean, to the big screen. You yeah. know, I thought that was, that was yeah. fine. Yeah, that was um, cool for, for her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, King Richard. I watched that just this past holiday with the family. It's good family entertainment, you know. Um, you know, Will Smith, I think he dug into his Muhammad Ali accent uh, bag <laughs> on this one, you know. Right, but right, uh, right. it was a solid performance. He did his thing. Uh, I thought the the two young girls that he had play Venus and Serena were really good. Uh, Anjanu Ellis, I think Anjanu. She killed it, and it was cool because you got to see, one, it just, it kind of, you know, like, when it comes to Venus and Serena, I was aware of them, obviously, because Mm -hmm. it was just such a, 
a striking presence on such a white sport. You know what I mean? Like you seeing mm-hmm. these black girls from Compton with with braids and beads killing the competition just out the blue. I'm not a super tennis fan, so I wasn't like invested, you know, in the games per se. But if they were on, I'd I'd probably, you know, at least watch a couple sets or whatever. You know, especially mm-hmm. if they were playing each other and then, you know, to see Venus's rise and then Serena's dominance. It was a moment. Like, you know, they mm-hmm. they they changed the game, literally. So to watch that shit, you know, it kind of put it all into um it kind of just recounted. It made me kind of want to maybe revisit some of the some of the um the matches on YouTube, like see some clips and things like that, <laughs> just to kind of get back into that moment because it mm-hmm. really it really put it in perspective. It reminded me the the performance of King, you know, uh, Richard Williams. You know, he was he was kind of like the precursor, the precursor to people like Levar Ball. Right, you know, right, like right. real, you know, like real super confident, headstrong, um, uh, determined. You know, not really shrinking for nobody. Mm-hmm. Fathers that were like. Breathing all of that confidence and purpose and, and, and you know, uh, willingness to take it to the next level, succeed, all of that into their kids and would, you know, tear you down if you tried to tear them down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciated that. Uh, I watched this movie called Swan Song. It's Apple TV movie with Mahershala Ali. Um Basically, the premise is, you know, if you were, if you had a terminal disease, you're about to die. And, you know, you had the opportunity to to have a clone kind of grab the baton and take it on and, you know, raise the family for you. Would you take it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's really what it was. Just, you know, I'll step in from here. You know what I mean? It was one of those. It was literally an iPhone, you know, update. You know what I mean? Like just you know, just with Mahershala Ali as the iPhone 14. <laughs> but um, you know, it was it was it was cool. I think at premise wise, I liked it. I don't know execution wise, it was all right. I think could have been maybe 30 minutes shorter. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, Mahershala Ali's in it, Naomi Harrison and Aquafina. You know what I'm saying? So it was well casted. Glenn Close. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was one part though where it's like. You know, there's there's glitches. You know what I mean? There's glitches that come when you're dealing with shit that's not, you know, it's not from the uh, from the womb. You know what I mean? It's not the organic. You know, you got the, you know, you got a facsimile that might be a little little thing that's off. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> as close as you're trying to get it, might and everything might not transfer transfer from the cloud. Right. So um, the the clone. When the clone went to go be with the family, there's, I don't want to fuck it all the way up. I'll just say the clone got a bit of an attitude problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The clone a little, 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 you know, little volatile. And it made me think now, what would be better? Would it be better if the, you know, the family just suffers the loss of the OG and, you know what I mean? And, and carries on with the grief or be terrorized by a clone that may live forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, shit. You know what I mean? I don't Kill think you that put, motherfucking you know, clown, man. Shit. That's what you think, but I'm saying, my thing is if you, you try, can you kill a clone is the real question. You put a bullet in a clone and they don't kill it, that clone is going to be that much more vengeful. 
All you right. know what I'm saying? So shit, it's a conundrum. And it's a conundrum that you didn't even have the informed decision making. You know, this right. is this is all under your like you don't know it's a clone. That's you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. You was outside the conversation. Uh. But uh yeah, yeah, that yeah, sound yeah. like uh, this Black Magic, I mean, the Black Mirror episode where okay. uh, this lady, her fiance, went out. I think he, he went out to do something, take a rental car back or something crazy. Got in an accident, never showed back up. Ended up dead. And then uh, as she was grieving, one of her friends or somebody they knew put her on to this new service that, you know, basically scours through your social media and your emails and your voicemails and, and tries to imitate your voice and, and things you would say so that you can kind of have conversations with them via text, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then there's the next level, you know, and she was very resistant in doing this, but she eventually did it. And then once you get into that, there's a the next level where they actually send you a body. You know what I'm saying? It's like dehydrated body. You just have to hydrate and it pops up. You know what I'm saying? As, <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a full, uh, you know what I'm saying? Humanoid body. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you, you know, it comes in a box. <laughs> you put it in a tub and, you know, run the water on it, put some salt, some other shit on it. And um, uh, and then it comes, you know, it, it's ready for life. You know what I mean? It looks like the person is responding in that person's voice. Um, and in the beginning, it was all good, you know what I'm saying? But it, it lacked some of the human touches. Because I think in this particular, they, they when they showed this couple in the beginning, he was, you know, when they was when they was uh, getting it in, he was having a hard time, you know what I'm saying, holding it back, you know what I'm saying? So he was busting pretty quick. And right. so the, the, the clone thing, he ain't had that problem, you know what I'm saying? The clone was, was knocking it down, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So it was all good in the beginning, but mm-hmm. then, you know, it, he lacked the humanness and his ass ended up in the attic. Oh. <laughs> Next to the air fryer. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? he got retired. <laughs> he oh, got man. retired. This shit's fucked up. But Damn. she turned out to be pregnant. And um, so the little girl go have visiting time with the with the man in the attic. So. Oh, oh, oh! So they kept the yeah, they kept him. He was just on deck. Yeah, he was just <laughs> he was just on deck. She had to just put him upstairs because he don't eat. Yeah. He don't. He don't have no needs. He just right. his his whole thing is to try to fulfill you, you that person's needs. But that person's like, man, you ain't even real, man. Go ahead, man. put you in the corner. Damn. So the yeah. baby would go up there with the pops every so often, just to yeah, just to kick it with the clone. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny as shit. It's oh, terrible. Man. <laughs> man, not the nigga in the, in the attic. Oh, man. That's crazy. Uh, anything else you was rocking with? Um, you know, what, what else happened in movies? You had The Heart of They Fall. I haven't seen it, but I heard, okay. you know, I heard some stuff, good stuff about it. Um, you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's it, it wasn't. It was, it's it was regular. 
Regular. <laughs> it was regular. It was regular, man. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. You hit us with a regular in a long time. Yeah, it was regular. Go ahead, say it. Yeah, say it, man. Been, go ahead. It was a little. Yeah, it was. It was all right. It was all right. Maybe I have to watch it again. It was a little too long again. Um, maybe my attention span ain't what it used to be, but um, it just was like, it was great to see all those those black actors together. Mm-hmm. I felt like the the. Plot was a little slow motion. You know what I'm saying? It was beautifully shot. You know, the movie, the music was cool. Acting was fine. You know, the acting was what it was. It just was whatever. I, it's a one and done. I don't uh, need to see it again. Yeah, I'm curious or, to think. I'm curious to hear what you think when you see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check to it out on this think. COVID break. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, they had they had uh, the Concrete Cowboy was out there. Respect uh, the Jennifer Hudson. Um, I read the Franklin. Oh, I didn't see that. You saw uh, that Judas and the Black Messiah. I haven't seen it. I'm just throwing stuff out. That was out this year. You know, I saw the Concrete people... Cowboys. That's the one. Interesting. That's in North Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. It was wild. Yeah, it was alright. I saw okay. United States versus Billy Holiday. I saw that. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I just watched that again for the second time. It was alright. I liked uh, Andrew Day on there. I mean, for her being a first time actor, I think she did a thing on that shit. Uh huh. Yeah. So, you know, that was that. Um, one of the movies I didn't expect to like, well, not a black okay. movie, but, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to enjoy it, but uh, my son wanted to see it, so we went to see uh, French Dispatch. It was hot. Oh, uh, that's the Wes it. Anderson joint, right? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I fucked with it. I was like, okay. It's, you know, it's weird, quirky, quirky right. joint, but right. I, I actually found some enjoyment in it. Yeah, so, I heard good things about it. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that was cool. You know what I'm okay. saying? Uh, yeah, that's on the movie front. I think the the real MVP and the antithesis of 2021 has been outside. <laughs> mm. You know, <laughs> you know, with 2020 being the shutdown year, mm-hmm. and um, everybody being you know cooped up and ready to make moves right. I think you know outside was pretty exciting even if you didn't do a lot you know what I mean just the mm-hmm. you know just some of the simple freedoms of just being was there um mm-hmm. you know homecomings you know mm. they were the return of homecomings was crazy for those who had them right you know what I'm saying um was crazy, 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 crazy. You know what I'm saying? People were super excited. Um, you know, it was like, it was like, un- it was unlike other homecomings because you had that gap year, and that gap year made people want to come even more, and and the people who actually might not have come normally, they came out, so it just made it that much bigger. Um. Even like you know, visiting other schools that you know I don't know people at, like Jackson State. When did Jackson State homecoming this year? And um, you could just you could feel the excitement. You could feel like yeah, so happy to see y'all. So happy to be here. So that was good. That was you know, twenty twenty one. I think that was like some of the best things I was I've I was seeing. It's just people regathering and and getting back out in the world in a way that they weren't able to 2020. 
Now we're all paying for it, of course, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's what made it exciting. It was that element of danger. It right. was like, at your own risk. Go outside at your own risk. That's right. what you want to do. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh. <laughs> now, you know, we all paying the price, but... Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was good while it lasted. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, good. that was... <laughs> it was definitely uh, a high level of, uh, yeah, man, go ahead. I mean, if that's what you want to do, yeah. Speaking of homecomings, my I realized my school had a homecoming. They said they wasn't having a homecoming, but then they turned around over the last-minute audible, but they just had a homecoming for the people that were the students, the right. current students. So right. I guess it wasn't a homecoming. It was a, if you're here, you're here. You know what right. I mean? I don't know if you call that a homecoming. You're already there. It's just a, you know, it's a, in the house. But um, uh, we'll talk about this at another time, but I I wish I was a little bit more of a homecoming person. Like, I respect it, and not even in theory. Like, I dig mm-hmm. it. I respect it. It's cool. I'm, like, I don't need a whole lot. Of, I, I don't know what my homecoming record is. I would have to look back on it, but I think I could count on one hand how many homecomings I've been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I'm there, I'm kind of in and out. Like I could take one or two laps around the campus, slap hands, and you know, get some hugs and see who I missed out on and who I, you know, what I mean, who mm-hmm. I missed or whatever. And then you know, maybe get a familiar bite or whatever. Maybe maybe go to one, maybe go to one or two joints, little mm-hmm. jump offs or whatever. But I'm. I don't got the homecoming endurance. Like, when I hear other people talk about the homecoming, like, the endurance and the uh, the desire, my shit don't never be like that. I be one of the least enthused in the group chat. Nigga, yo, we doing this? And I'm like, ah, you know, if y'all gonna be there, let me know. You know what I mean? I might fuck around, come through for a hot second. It's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things that don't really... Hit me. We'll, we'll, we might have to expound on that at another time. But yeah, nah, I mean, there's it's people that do homecoming. There's people that don't. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You you fall into the category of you know what I'm saying? Eh, yeah. Eh. Yeah. But you know, for those who 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 are into it, it's a different level of interaction. It's it's revisiting a space that don't exist no other place. So. You know, yeah. you, you only get it that time in that place. And, you know, everybody ain't, you know, one thing that I would say, you know, I've interviewed a whole bunch of people about homecomings. One thing about the AU Center homecomings is that it's, it's, uh, it's people that really enjoy it. But it doesn't seem to have as many dimensions as some of the other schools. You know what I'm saying? Because... Right. I don't think I talked to one person that said they go to the game at all. They're like, we don't yeah. even go to the game. It's like that was like a running joke. And then and then so it's all about the tailgate on Saturday. You know, they have some parties, right. of course. Um, but it's like homecoming, sans the game, sans the halftime experience. You know, it seems like it's a different kind of place than than it is when you have all of those different elements. Um, but you know, it's it maybe just because you know, the AU is in the A, and the A, you know, 
Yeah, that's <laughs> you know what, what I was about to say. It's, it's a, a city place. to itself. Yeah, right. it's like, even if you live on campus, you damn near become a commuter student. You right. know what I'm saying? Because so much of what's going on, like after the freshman year, maybe mid-sophomore year, you kind of expand and like, first of all, you know, there's there's parties on campus, but that's very freshman. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Is you know, even as a freshman, they're taking shuttles or you drive into, you know, clubs into the city. So right. from the door, you're already in the city. And then there's a whole atmosphere, a whole um environment that goes on outside of the college community that right. Oftentimes, many college kids, you know, you know, they want to be, they want to be grown soon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a college party is a college party. So you want to be in the club. You want to be right. in the mix. And now, like that, yeah, it's a different that. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. You want to be, you know what I mean? You want to be with the people. You want to be yeah. on the scene. You know, so. I think that definitely plays a lot into it. And then, you know, I can only speak for Clark and Land. I know shots to none of them, but um, them teams was never the most dominant. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we ain't going to just post up here and take this L. You know what I mean? Just watch this L live. You know what I mean? I'll catch you later. I'll see you at the, I'll see you at the club. You know what right. I mean? We'll have, a, we'll have a drink about that loss. But, um, yeah, that was that. I after thinking about it, when you said that, and when, as you were saying, and as I was just giving it some thought, Atlanta's just so expansive, and there's so much other shit to do besides be on campus. That right. like even every time I go to homecoming, I'm doing the Atlanta thing too. Like you know what I'm saying? It's not always you know AUC sanctioned. It's just right. like this is what it's going to be. Right, right, right. So you know, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Right, right, right. Uh, And I also think, I'll add this too, just for my own thing, my own uh, observation and my own experience. I do think that homecoming is a little, you can be a little bit more engaged. One, especially as the years go by, if you have a kid, that could help because then you now you kind of, you're showing your kid your experience. But also, if you were part of a, frat or sorority there's a little bit more like there seems to be a little bit more like uh of a pull you know what i'm saying because there's that lineage or whatever at least something something keeps you there like five six years after you graduated it's just you know there ain't a whole bunch of people that you know outside of your people you know what i mean like it just i'll I, I be walking around feeling unfamiliar a little bit like i'm loitering like ah what the fuck is what am i doing here Nah, see, homecoming is a type of event that evolves. And it has so many generations of people that participate in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was at Jackson State, and they had the 50th anniversary of the J-Set. If I said the name of these dancers wrong, forgive me. The J-Set, I think, is the name of their dancers. But anyway, they, um, they had the 50th anniversary of them, and then they had the first group. Like some of the first group of, of the um, dancers come back. These ladies 70 years old at this point. You know what I mean? And they were they danced at homecoming right along with the with the girls that's in school right now and 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 uh fifty other years of, of women who have participated in that dance group. So 
at a black school, like it's so multi-generational of, of who participates and how that the way you participate in it evolves over time. If you're really like a homecoming person, like in the first few years you come as, you know, Hey, what's good? What does homecoming have for me? Like what's happening? Make a few laps. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Then you get into a thing where, you know, you settle into your, your little age bracket. You know what I mean? Y'all do certain things a certain way. You ain't finna be doing too much moving around. So you might set up your own little grilling station for, for the tailgate. Make yourself at home. That's what, like, when we was in school, you start seeing the, the older people in RVs and shit, right? And you're like, why would they drive an RV out here and shit? And then they kind of stuck out here. That shit don't make no sense to me. But then when you get older, that shit make a whole lot of sense. Because in that RV, they got everything they need. All the drink, all the food. And they people come through, visit. They play cards. They talk their shit. They pull out the music. And they doing their thing. And they space their way. And um, it's just you you have to settle into, like, how you want to experience it. Like, which way you want to which way you want to do it. Like, even people who not frat or sorority, like, some people just like the tailgate. They just, they going to come every year, set up the grill, and do their thing. Some people just like to come eat everybody's food. And then that's what they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they make themselves known, like, I'm here. Hey, ha, ha. And they're going to eat good every year, no matter what. And, you know, it's it's just a thing if you, you know, I ain't, I ain't forcing nobody to be into it but it's just a it's, a, it's <laughs> nice, an interesting right. it's an interesting <laughs> thing because i i you know i noticed that you know it don't have like it's that feeling doesn't exist nowhere else except for on these campuses during these times right. yeah, man. Well, salute to the homecoming <laughs> yeah. Nah, salute to it. Yeah, so home, homecomers did did it big for twenty one for those who had them. There it is, no doubt. Um, what else we got? Let me see. Oh, one more TV show. What I add is a TV show called Hacks. I talked about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hack, Hack was good, and then it was gone. What you mean? I don't think that shit's coming back. That oh, shit was yeah? a show that had ran. Got canceled. Um, I think they picked it up and did one more season. And then no, they never announced whether it was coming back or not. Nah, I think you talk about a different season, different show. Nah. Hacks. Hacks. Hacks on HBO was. Um, oh, I'm yeah, talking about a different yeah, yeah. show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it got re. I hope it got um, uh, greenlit for a second. Hacks, no hacks. H a c k s. Oh, hacks. Yeah, Gene Smart and um and a um, binder. Yeah, it was good. It was about a, a um. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about it on the show before, but yeah, that was that was amongst some of the better shows of the year. Yeah. Now, what's the name of the show that I watched this year? That was good. About a Miami. It's a company in Miami, uh, with the Haitian uh guy who helped fund it. He was the drug Haitian drug lord or whatever. Mm. Damn, what's the name of that? I thought it was called Hack. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of it. I think I heard about it. It's, it's not Money Heist. 
No, it ain't, um, startup. Okay, okay. Startup. It was good. Startup. Yeah, it was good. I mean, again, it it was an older show, but it got popping like this year. Everybody started talking about it. Um, because it, it it was it was on Crackle, I guess, and then got canceled. Then it got picked up for like one season on Netflix or something. I don't know how the shit went down, but but then it ended. It was like it was good, but then nobody ever announced whether it. You know, it's going to come back or not. So, it was a good little show. <laughs> it sounds sad. Yeah, hopefully, mean, it come back just for yeah, you, that man. Shit ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was a good little show. That shit ain't coming back. <laughs> he said it ain't coming back. It's nah, over. Man, it's over. Back. Start waiting by the door. Yeah. Right, don't well, play shit. yourself. <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry, folks. Won't yeah. be back. Uh, yeah, man. What else we got? Uh, any other any moments? Twenty twenty one or I mean, shit. We could. We could. <laughs> I don't know else. I mean, you know, up. as far as you know, personal moments. I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's it's again, you know, twenty twenty. I took a lot of time to work on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, work mm-hmm. through. You know how. I wanted to move and do things and, you know what I'm saying, change the way I was uh, moving and being perceived. Um, mm. You know what I'm saying, made, you know, had a good idea how I wanted to come out of the pandemic and, mm. and um, you know, was able to see that come to life, you know what I mean, and actually see the the results of, of just, you know, a few simple moves, not even nothing – Game, no game changing moves, just simple moves. Just doing shit that you just didn't, you know, maybe dot that I across that T, you know what I'm saying? Just tighten up, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, doing, do a few of those things and then, and then you start seeing them come to life and you start seeing the different kinds of doors that open because you cross that I dot that T or put that suit on or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's doors open, you know what I mean? Even when doors close, new ones open. You're in different tables, in different rooms. Um, you know what I'm saying? Opening up to different kinds of opportunities that had never been presented before. So, you know what I mean? It's all work in progress. Nothing is not like, you know, some, you know, fairy tale ending. But I see that it worked, you know what I mean? And that's the most um, empowering part is that you can see it. Make some changes that don't cost you nothing. It don't cost nothing to make a change. You know what I'm saying? Or it, or it could cost minimally to to add some shit to your report. And um, and and just that intent, that energy helps. You know what I'm saying? Move some of the mountains you have been trying to move. And that's where I'm at with it. So, you know, I feel like personally. It was a banner year in just seeing progress and positioning, mm. you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so that's, that's, um, that was good from, you know, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, that was what's up. Uh, I'm trying to think. 2021, I lost my grandmother. That was... uh. 
That was a big thing. It was um, the first half of it. You know, it was all of that. You know, the anxiety, the grief, anxiety, waiting for you know what the, the inevitable to to happen. Mm-hmm. And you know, but in those moments, you know, just just uh, spending time, whatever, and you know, talking to her and just being around or whatever. That was that was uh, you know those were, those were moments that I. I cherish and I'm happy that I that I actually, you know, linked into it as much as I did. Um post that, you know, it definitely made me look at as a not the not that I hadn't had this thought, but even more so just, you know, life is finite. So, you know, just like really do what you wanna do and like really will what you want to happen in your life. Like really, you know, be active. Don't don't be reactive. Don't be old sitting on the dock of the bay ass nigga as Chad <laughs> said to Lawrence. You know, like really like go out there and get it. You know what I'm saying? You're trying not to get COVID in the in the in the thing. But it was just like around that same time when I first I started getting back on stage outside opened up. So it was just kinda it was kinda cool to 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 be able to tap into, uh, I wouldn't say your pur- my purpose, but you know, just something that I do. You know what I mean? To be able to to uh, express myself a little bit more, to kind of delve into you know some writing and shit like that, and just beyond that, even like taking that trip to New Orleans and you know just whatever else I'm trying to do moving forward, like just uh, realizing that you know. Time is of the essence. It's no better time than today to do anything that you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just kind of made me aware of, you know, the agency that we all have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, similar to you, just kind of, you know, uh, manifestation and action. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, yeah, I think that was a... Uh, that was something that, uh, you know, still something that working on and working through or whatever. Like, um, like I said, just trying to be more open. I said this a couple of weeks ago. Just trying to be more open and 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 you know, willing to do shit that maybe I might have been a little closed off to previously or whatever, or just trying some new shit. I was reading this book just recently, and they were talking about. You know, try not to hold too tight to, like, ideas and theories or whatever. Those are things that you just, it's kind of saying, it like, like toys. You play with them for a minute, you put it down, you try some new shit. Like, so so often you could get stuck to, this is the way to do this. This is how I define myself. This is what it's going to be. And the only person that's keeping you stuck there is you. You know yeah. what I mean? And if you just say, yo, let me consider something different. Let me try some other shit. Let me try it this way. Let me, you know, be open. You know what I mean? All of that type of shit. You know, you you might get somewhere further or somewhere, right. a destination that you couldn't even fathom. So, right. you know, it's just a lot of that type of shit. Yeah, and that's know? that's really all it is is, you know, add something, subtract something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, do, do, right. You know, bust a different kind of move, you know? Yeah. But yeah. have a have a, you know, an intention of where you're going with what you're doing and, right. and watch it come to play. You know, that's all. 
Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, I ain't, yeah, I go. can't promise that you know what I'm saying all your your, your rags will turn to riches, but so it's just to stay rags. Yeah, some yeah, of it, sometimes it. it's stay rags, but you know when you when you're actually seeing progress and you're moving in the direction that you you created in your own mind, you know what I'm saying you don't even see that part. You know what I mean? It's like it's not you you don't you don't zone in on what you don't have as much. Cause you you're so focused on where you're going, and then as you start getting there, you'll before you even know it, you'll be adding things to your situation that you have wished and prayed for. You know what I'm saying? Then you look up like, oh shit, all of those things are here. You know what I'm saying? And and mm-hmm. then you just keep going, and then before you know it, you know what I mean? You you might be in the position that you you wanted to be in, and your rags may turn into you know what I'm saying? Riches or at least, you know what I'm saying, cashmere. You know? I was about to say that, yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. saying? So, yeah. you know, that's you know, that's step by step, man. You know. Everybody wanted so right now. Everybody wanted to go from zero to everything. And they ain't even ready for everything. You know? Nah. It's managing the process of, of getting and going. Cause if you can't you learn get, so much on the journey. Yeah, right, if you, if right. you can't get going on your journey, then you 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 can't you know what I'm saying you can't have nothing. You got to get going. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Well, it's uh, I guess the synchronicity that as we wrapping up the year, as this is our last episode of 2021. Uh-huh. The last episode of Insecure was this past weekend. Uh huh. And uh, it's the end of an era. Not even yeah. just the end of a year. It's the end of an era. You know, we've we've given it its flowers over the over the years. We mm-hmm. really jumped into it, but um, let's 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 uh, recap insecure one last time. Talk about this finale. Delve into some of this documentary as well. Uh, what did you think? What were your thoughts? What's your yeah? What's your final thoughts on insecure? My final thoughts on Insecure, when I watched the show, I felt like they they did something I didn't expect, you know what I'm saying? I think um, it was a, a pleasant surprise how they approached the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't, you, you know, sometimes you, you want them to just tie a nice bow on it and, and end it in a linear fashion. And... Mm-hmm. You know, I guess they felt like maybe that wouldn't have been enough. So they were able to use some some tools to kind of zip through a lot of different things in a short amount of time. I think this show probably was a little longer than the usual ones. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it was like 40-something mm-hmm. minutes as opposed to 30. Because um, right. they, they, they hit a lot of places. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They spanned a lot of time in that short in that short amount of time. So um, I think they did a good job wrapping it up and satisfying a bunch of people that wasn't going to be satisfied no matter how you did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I thought that was cool. Of course, it was beautiful as usual. Uh, the wedding was, you know, probably one of the most beautiful weddings I've seen on TV. Um, I like how they did the color schemes on that the red dresses for the uh, bridesmaids. Um, So that was dope. 
old Tarian was still true to form, his own his own little self. <laughs> uh, what you mean? In what way? What you? You know, like I about? talked about when he had the the edible episode. That he right. was just he was just him, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't trying to be nothing else but himself, you know what I'm saying? Around right. all those right. other guys, like you had all those other guys kind of competing for you know who going who got the best uh, suggestion on barbecue and who that that he wasn't worried about all that. He was just doing his own little mm-hmm. thing. He was worried about his you know he was excited about his postmates and shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while the other guys were kind of immature and in their feelings about shit, he was just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Even when he was, he was, uh, ended up in a similar predicament as Nathan had ended up in. You know what I'm saying? He come an ex. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he in the way. He want to have a conversation. You know, Nathan and Lawrence took it one way, but when he came up with Dro. They went a whole nother way, you know, because him and Molly approached it in a different way than from the way Issa approached it. So, you know, um, I think that ended well, you know, her getting married to Torian and them going on about their lives. Uh, you know, I think it was a, a fairly accurate type of description when you got people who had to move to, you know, some to like, you know, Tiffany had to move to Denver. You know, mm-hmm. she feeling isolated. She's out there without her people. She didn't have nobody out there. It's, you know, a fairly white town. Um, mm-hmm. She got everything that you would want, but she's missing, you know, the, the glue that holds her together. Um, you know, not working, just out there with the baby. I think, wasn't she pregnant again by the wedding? Nah, I don't think so. I know Kelly was, but I don't think she was. I thought she was at first, but I don't think so. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. That, that, that probably was a... Because um, they have some pictures, like some behind-the-scenes pictures, that have mm-hmm. her with a belly. So maybe that was no, just okay. something they were experimenting with. Maybe it was going to go that way. Let's just do it right. in, in case. Uh, maybe to throw people off, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, but anyway, Kelly was pregnant, definitely. Right. That was good for that was good for Kelly. Kelly found her person, her thing. Mm-hmm. She could get out these mm-hmm. streets, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you know, doing what she do. Um, I thought it was it was great, man. They 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 tied it up. They ended it. It's 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 almost unreal that you know something that's good has to stop. But yeah, you know, if the the creator don't want to do it no more, you know, the worst thing that can happen is the studio does it by themselves, and then it's totally a miss. So, right, you know what I'm saying? That's like that's like having the clone take over the family. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, 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 so we might as well mourn it and you know what I'm saying? See what she got next, you know. Then I, you know, I watched the show, then I watched, you know, you suggested I watch the documentary, but what's your take on the show? Uh, I like the show. Um, felt more like a formality than anything, like it was good. You know what I'm saying? It was solid. I like, I like, there was, I don't say that. I don't, let me not say it felt like a formality, but it felt like um, it's a tough thing to do, a finale, right? So mm-hmm. I think they did it well. I like some of the, I like some of the devices they used. I like the time jumping. Mm-hmm. I like that the time jumping, you know, Insecure has always been a, a Shazam show. For me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always, I always got the Shazam app open when I watch that shit just to see what artists they playing, what songs are playing. I like the the needle drops throughout. 
And one of the things that I thought was really cool about this particular episode was, you know, when they did the time jumps, they would go from birthdays to birthdays to birthdays. Mm-hmm. And they damn near did, you know, every song initially from the beginning, you know, towards the, you know, towards until like the end when it stopped doing that device. Mm-hmm. But every song before birthday was a birthday song. You know what I'm right. saying? Was, you know, Ratchet Birthday. I think they did the Jeremiah Birthday set. You know, just birthday song after birthday song after birthday song. And it was just like pulling these shits from all over the place. And I, I thought that was that was cool. Um, I like the... Uh, I just like how they sh- did that to show the evolution of people's lives, right? So that mm-hmm. was fly. Um, you know, Issa still... The queen of the I'm about to cry face. She gave it to us a couple times this episode. You know what I mean? That first yeah. that first scene with her and Nathan in the car. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That kind of that kind of got him up out of there. You know, he doubled back at the birthday. That was yeah. I, I get it, but it was no He's it was no need for that. You know, I mean, he did it for what reason? You know what I'm saying? For what reason? Just well, to you know, come the people in at the and shop. make his presence they, known. I still think about you. I didn't mean for it to end the way that it ended. And now I'm out. I'm out. Ghost. Yeah. Here's a donation from the shop. Here's a donation. Yeah, it was. It was. It was limp. He ain't need to come through. Um, One of the things that I liked a lot too was the uh, when Issa's driving through like her past, Uh and she's whipping through LA, and you and you just seeing like how much. How expansive that world was, but how tight the community is, how yeah. small it was, you know yeah. what I mean? But it was just, it was kind of cool. You got to see, you know, you see uh, my man Young Blood. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That Bouch, got to see him. You got mm-hmm. to see the the people from I, I Got Shaw. <laughs> right, right, right. Taking a photo, you know what I'm saying? You got to see the um the dunes again. You got to see, you know what I mean? I got y'all. You see my man coming up out of Best Buy. You, you know what I'm saying? Girl, like you, the original girl from the awkward black girl outside. Sanjata. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Sanjata yeah. Day. Yeah, Actually, her cool. and um the the blood is from the web series. Right, right, because he was the real quiet talk. Yeah, he was silent one. He ain't had no, he ain't had no voice in, in the Uncle Black Girl. Right, right. So that shit was cool, you know, mm-hmm. to see her just drive through a past and, you know, evolve. And then and the little reveal at the end that if you you kind of could miss it, but they tipped it in the um in the dialogue where it was like, you know, where. You know, Molly's like, yeah, all we doing is smashing. You know what I'm saying? Da da da. Shit, I got the broken pussy, which was a callback to the right. beginning. But she right. was like, so that's what I got to look forward to. So you realize, oh, and then you peep the hand. She's been, in, she's engaged. Um, you know what I'm saying? So they about to get married. I, well, at least I thought that's what I peeped. Cause I, 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 didn't, I was, didn't peep it. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Yeah, I, 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 I caught the broken I, pussy line. Yeah, like I rewound it a couple times and I saw like it looked like uh you know she got a ring on her on her left finger, mm-hmm. engagement ring. So, you know, there was that little tip to that. You know what I'm saying? You know, her and Lawrence uh-huh. in that in the fly spot, you know what I mean? Like they didn't, you know, yeah, le- uh blended up. family situation. Yeah, leveled up, which was all good. You wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh 
you know, Kelly, like you said, Kelly having a, um, a baby with the cat, with the dude. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want a baby with any nigga. I had a baby with this nigga. It was very Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of had a cool little thing. I, unfortunately, <coughs> Tiffany is, you know, out in Denver, not really feeling it. Mm. But it feels like that might change at some point or whatever, you know, whatever. At least they'll try to be a little bit more... Um, you know, connected or whatever. Uh, it was sad, but it was a, a, a interesting way of also time lapse. And it was sad when Molly's mother, you know, actually mm-hmm. passed away. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was sudden too. How they shot that, like it was real sudden in the moment. You know right. how that went down. Um, yeah, overall, man, I, I fucked with it. It was it was very happily ever after, but it wasn't mad because I think. Most people were invested in them anyway, right. so you know it worked out. And you know they kind of unpacked that in the in the wind down, and not really in the documentary, and kind of in the documentary too. But let's talk about that documentary because I I really I fucked with. It. I thought the documentary was really inspiring. Just when you look at like the impact of that show on South LA, you know what I'm saying? Inglewood, you know, Lamert Park, right. you know all of you know all of other uh, maybe underserved, you know, right. neighborhoods in LA that don't really get to be seen. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's the that was their intention. You know what I'm saying? And doing yeah. those types of things. Yeah. But we, as mm-hmm. we've said on this show many a times, you know, that impact is is beyond just that community. It's beyond mm-hmm. just that cast and that crew. Um, just to bring basic um, black humanity to the screen. We, we, we talked about this, just regular old black shit. And um, right. in the documentary, uh, the character, the guy who plays Nathan, he giving a speech and he was saying how all of these things were revolutionary and he's not wrong. You know what I mean? Um, the small things like just showing bare feet, you know what I mean? We have been talking for years about black feet on TV. You don't get to see them. That was one of the first shows. That was the first time I seen it, like, you know, on a, in a casual way, just on on um, Insecure. Not a slave foot. Yeah, yeah not yeah, a slave yeah, foot yeah. or a joke foot or, you know what I'm saying, yeah. a gag yeah. foot. You know what I mean? It was just like, okay, black people taking a shower, they got bare feet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, mm-hmm. as simple as that sounds, you don't get to see that. Like we don't we don't get to be just chilling, you know what I'm saying? On TV, we got to be working or, you know what I'm saying? We got to be doing something, you know what I mean? We can't just be chilling and frolic. Like even the frolic thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I don't know. If, you know anybody listens to this show and they may have heard it here. I don't know, but either way, it's on the same wavelength of just showing the small things that Black people do because those end up being the big things because those are the things that kind of show the humanity, not just we can, we're super athletic or we're, we're super thuggish or, you know what I'm saying? We, we could, we could put a, a stack of money to our ear. You know what I mean? Just regular shit. Like, Oh, I didn't know black people had feet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, black people go to the beach. I, I never knew that. They frolic. You know what I mean? It's just like, those types of things, while people may overlook them, those are the things that change the way people think, you know, change the way people look, 
at, at people because you could recognize the humanity in it. And um, I think that show was very good at, at doing that, you know? For sure. No, I was definitely great at that, you know? I just like how they kind of, like, really went into some of the details of it all, just showing, like, you know, department by department, how it was, you know, like, just kind of really behind the scenes. Right. Whether it was, you know, they broke down, you know, what was going on in wardrobe, even, you know, the impact that what was going on in the hair department, or, you know, right. like, showing the how the, the writer's room, how they were, like, they would kick it and, you know what I mean, make it, you know, make it light, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it was just... It was really, it was really cool, and it just really put in perspective how impactful that shit was. It was fly to see Issa pull up in that Tesla, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying, 4.30 in the morning at the forum, you know what I'm saying, uh, to, to just to get it cracking. Um, it was really cool to see how many people they empowered on so many different levels, whether it was the driver who had met her at 7-Eleven uh-huh. years before the shit, or, you know... The young women that became showrunners, and mm-hmm. you know, you yeah, know, that was, that was powerful from, when they started pointing out how many people yeah. are showrunners or in yeah. writing on bigger shows and doing their own thing. Right, right. It was a, it was a, it was like a, you know, it was a feeder system. You know, we joked right. to say it was the the pad in the resume season, but you know, like it definitely, yeah, shit. That's a great look to have on it on the on their resume. You know what I'm saying? It just like I always like seeing that 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 set life too. You know, just from you know they got the the various season hoodies and shit like that. You know, um, you know just just even that moment with Prentice to Issa when he mm-hmm. was like, you know, you know, so much of my uh, my career was being like the only. Right. You know what I'm saying? And having to kind of you know, defer and, and, and fight certain fights, you know, and it was just like, yo, my, my thing was if I was to be, who would, how could I be the showrunner that I wish I could, I could have had when I was young. That's right. what I want to be for you. Right. And to, to the point to where like now you don't have to, you don't have to deal with a lot of the shit that I dealt with. Ever. You know what I'm saying? And at the and yeah, ever. And you've created, a lane that he couldn't even fathom. Right. You know, it's so crazy to to. It's sad, but it's 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 monumental. But it's sad that it's still like groundbreaking. We coming into twenty twenty two, and there's still things that are being done that are like groundbreaking as it relates to black people. And I'm happy that this ground is being broken and these ceilings are being shattered and things of that nature. But it's just like. It's it's like it's about time, but you know it's definitely saluted as it happens, and yeah, that shit was super inspiring, and just how deliberate and intentional they were with what they did, and their impact is undeniable. Right. You know, like it, it's it's one of those things. It's it, it you know, uh, you know, it's gonna leave a void, but within that void, I think it you know it definitely it laid harvest to a lot of new ideas and stuff that's coming, you know, I mean, just with her rap shit is on the way. So I'm curious to see how that goes, but there's, we talked about it. If not last week, recently, just the, um, you know, the, the vast number, say vast, but the, the larger number of black productions in, you know, in the, in the zeitgeist, and a lot of that 
has to has insecure to think. So it was dope. It was cool. Also, lastly, it was cool. Also, like just you know, just some of the like the real like conversations or the real moments when they was talking about how like you know they was trying to take a take a um take a chance on Melina. And in that first meeting, Melina kind of bombed it because she was, like, doing a few other things. She wasn't all the way on point. And Issa told her, her rep, like, yo, we fucking with her, but she got to come She gotta come with it. Like, what's good? And then they show, you know, they show her deck. You know what I'm saying? You see mm-hmm. the deck on the, on, the, on the screen. You can check out. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, that's what's up. And then to see what she did with that show and how it was captured and shit like that, man, it was great. It was great. It's, uh, you know, the end of it ever, for real. Like, you know, I don't even but, say that lightly. But one of the things that, you know, you know, it, it may have been touched on lightly, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if you don't know, the real impact is that the um, Prentice, the way that he approached the role as showrunner mm-hmm. to someone right. who has been running their own show, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But not right. for TV. And literally, they're bringing you in to make sure that this shit goes right and that this newcomer don't fuck it up. But then the newcomer is like, nigga, this is my show. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a mm-hmm. very that's a very tight rope to walk. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and you being the one that knows, you're supposed to know what it is to make a TV show. And this person has great idea. But y'all got to come together, collaborate, and you have to make what she has come up with work. And people underestimate, people probably don't know how tough that is for Prentice to have been able to do. Like, that's some real shit. Like, for him to basically, he had to kind of, as a showrunner, humble himself enough to take all of the input from Issa and and pour into that shit and she's still she's gonna go and she's gonna get all of the acclaim for it you know what i'm saying and and that's just what it is that's the job and you have to be able to 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 humble yourself do it and be satisfied with that outcome you know what i'm saying and and that's exactly what he did and you could you could hear in one of his speeches in that documentary he just said i just wanted to pour all of what I have into you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I, I think that's what I did. And like that's a very um humbling thing to do. And, you know, I'm sure he's gonna be rewarded tenfold. But again, like, you know, it probably took a whole lot. Like they had a lot of development. They said they had done their two years of development to get it right. And and you know it came out dope, and then they went on and did what they did. So it's gonna be interesting to see what he does next. You know what I mean? As as well as I think he said like, <laughs> I don't know if he was joking, but um, she's like uh, Issa said, I don't know what I'm gonna do without you. He was like, girl, you got 16 shows, <laughs> 18. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. you know, but I'm sure he's gonna land somewhere, and um. And I want I'm interested to see what he does with 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 his space. You know what I'm saying? What his yeah. ideas really are. Cause I, I never, you know, I, I had never heard of him, you know. I'd never been like a a student of who were the writers and the sh- showrunners and stuff like that. So right. um, you know, 
literally, I didn't know, I had never heard the term showrunner until about three years ago, you know? Right. So, you know, it's just interesting to see. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's, it's absolutely. He did his thing. He's on rap shit. I saw that. I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm, yeah, he's going to be working on that. But, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It all, love it when a plan comes together, as old Hannibal would say in the A-team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that shit, that shit, they ran that play. That shit worked out, and it, it made history. So, Salute. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's time for us to uh, transform and roll out. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I know you got you still on the mend. You know what I mean? But uh, I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Step into the mic. I'm glad. I'm glad it held off. You know, this yeah, cough trying to catch yeah, me yeah, now, yeah. but I'm glad it held off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. COVID being respectful, like yo, go ahead, go ahead, do your, do your, your conversation. We'll we'll speak after. Right. But uh, <laughs> appreciate yeah, nigga, it. Go man. ahead and do your little podcast, nigga. I'm gonna right. see you later. All right, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll chop it up. Don't yeah, even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure, I'm sure some cats in the comments will have some, uh, obviously some some well wishes and maybe even some theories on what you could do. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Uh, in the conversation, COVID community, holla at that, man. Right. But uh, until next time, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Happy holidays. Uh, happy New Year. We'll see you in 2022. Peace. Thanks.